It's March 15, 1997, and another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by Aria, Rebecca, and Ali, the Retrospectors. Which Spice Girl would you like to marry? was not exactly being discussed in my sixth form common room, but a similar topic was. So I can relate to David Beckham, who upon seeing Posh Spice Victoria Adams in the video for Say You'll Be There, reportedly turned to his Manchester United teammate Gary Neville and said, that's the girl I'm going to marry. But Posh and Bex weren't actually introduced to each other until this day in 1997 in the Man U Players Lounge, when Victoria wrote her parents' phone number onto a boarding pass and told him Mr Beckham... If you don't ring me, I'm going to kick you in the bollocks the next time I see you. And remember, she was the posh one. (laughs) And it's bizarre that for such a sort of trifling moment in history, there's quite a lot of conflicting stories about this meeting, including the one that Victoria... Beckham now, then Adams, penned for British Vogue in September 2016, where she wrote, Love at first sight does exist. She was writing to her former self. It will happen to you in the Manchester United Players' Lounge, although you will get a little drunk, so exact details are hazy. While the other football players stand at the bar drinking with their mates, you will see David standing aside with his family. He's not even in the first team at this stage. You're the famous one. And he has such a cute smile. (laughs) Oh, this is good, isn't it, Rebecca? I mean, I don't know if Victoria ever did the audiobook to her own memoirs, but Arian's available (laughs) The people at Audible are listening. And quite cheap. (laughs) I've got to take issue with the idea that in 1997, David Beckham was just a footballing nobody. He was getting towards the height of his footballing powers and fame. He had already made his England debut at Euro 96 year before, and he'd also scored that spectacular halfway line goal against Wimbledon in August 96 but probably speaks to her own interest in football, which she admits was pretty much zilch. She recognised him apparently from a sticker album. She'd seen his sticker in one of the, you know, the Panini sticker albums and that was about as much as she knew about him whereas he had admired her from afar although apparently before this day when they were formally introduced well you know as formally as you can be I guess in the players lounge at Old Trafford um, (laughs) he had actually seen her a couple of weeks before when she'd been at another football match which is weird she'd been two football matches but didn't seem to know him from Adam but he was too shy and starstruck apparently to do anything more than wave at her and apparently murmured hello but that was as far as it went so she obviously wasn't struck by his charisma on that occasion. I don't think it is that odd, though, that the anecdotes don't all match up, partly because of what she said in that letter, which is that she'd had a few drinks, so that would account for some haziness about this. And secondly, because her whole diary was so managed that it's actually not that surprising that she found herself at a football match watching Manchester United in London because she was a Spice Girl, and it was just on her diary of things to do that day. And then weeks later, at Old Trafford, at a celebrity football match, Like, you can see if she's not a football fan, those things wouldn't even hook up in her brain as being the... You know, it's just part of the mad whirlwind publicity of being a Spice Girl. Um, Mm. So I don't think these things are surprising. I think it's kind of sweet that when it came down to it, as I said, it was her parents' phone number she wrote on this plane ticket. It was a crush they had on each other. They didn't really know anything about each other. And that combination of, like, savvy PR diary management, (laughs) which brought them together... And genuine affection and desire, frankly, and lust um, and an innocence about the way their relationship played out at the beginning in the public eye always is the potent cocktail, isn't it, that still posh and becks. 
I just love the mental image of her with her Panini sticker book, which would have been her equivalent of like a sort of swipe left, swipe right Tinder dating (laughs) um, application. Um, But there was another little detail that the Star newspaper published, which was that a guy called Ned Kelly, who was head of security for Manchester United. Not the Australian outlaw. Well, this is the thing. that So he claims that he was the one who made the first introduction between Posh Spice and Sporty Spice and David Beckham in this Players' Lounge. But that's the thing that, like, Ned Kelly is this really famous bushranger in Australia. So to Australian ears, this is like being introduced to by someone called, like, Billy the Kid or Robin Hood. <laughs> but Kelly actually joked that uh, they had both originally had their eye on Beckham's teammate, Ryan Giggs, who was just otherwise occupied when they arrived. I think in the long term, Beckham... <laughs> can probably turn out to be the the best investment but also there was a knowledge that this was going to be big news and for that reason they kept the relationship secret for about eight weeks during which time they apparently would meet to make out in a harvester car park in manchester Wow. (laughs) And they say romance is dead. And the relationship they had was something that had never really hit the footballing world before. You know, it's a staple of the entertainment industry to have power couples. But, you know, footballers before then, they were in the tabloids, but usually it was fair escapades of some description, you know, drunken antics or flings. And the idea that you had someone like Beckham, who, when he was in these magazines, he was in there because of his hair. Remember, he had a mohawk that time. He would experiment with hairstyles, experiment with clothing. I mean, remember, he wore a sarong and it was... Wrong. You know, it was yeah. like headline news. Yeah. They would wear matching outfits, which was just something that... Can you imagine George Best going out with his girlfriend wearing matching outfits? Like, <laughs> it was just something completely new. And the modelling as well. He was into modelling pretty early on. And so he became the face of that really strange early 2000s tabloid preoccupation, the metrosexual. Mm. They had a star power between them that was greater than their star power individually. Beckham was a great player at Man United, but perhaps not the biggest. Posh was in the Spice Girls, but she wasn't Jerry. So between them, they had something that they could create together that was bigger than the sum of the parts. And that was kind of what they then have pursued, I, I would say, for the rest of their career, which has really now focused on their relationship. Yeah, or if you're being cynical, their brand. Uh, I mean, this is a quote that Victoria gave British Vogue in September 2018. Uh, We both realised that we are stronger together than we are as individuals. Now, she actually meant that in the sense of, from her point of view, people making things up about their relationship and people rumouring infidelities and all the rest of it. And she's saying, no, we're strong together. But actually, that could equally as well be applied to their business, couldn't it? I mean, I think she is very aware that the two of them together have more traction internationally as well, where to an extent she is the more famous one still in America. Mm. You know, David Mm -hmm. Beckham's invited on chat shows because he's married to Victoria. Uh, Whereas here, you know, he's the England football legend. So it does work really well for both of them. But I suppose it's sort of curious to think of what the relationship must be like on the inside when the relationship itself has become your professional life. And, you know, they did actually have to weather uh, these allegations of infidelity, not just on one occasion, but there was that really famous one where in 2003, David Beckham was accused of having had an affair with his then assistant, Rebecca Luz. They then denied that strenuously, but you could see how the damage to their relationship was also 
potentially going to be damage to their earning power. So it was significant to them to fight it on a personal level, but it was also significant that they had to fight it on this professional level as well. Yeah, because they were the original celebrity couple that made the brand out of parceling out these little snippets of their, you know, what was supposedly these glimpses of their intimate life, which now has just become so, you know, it's the bread and butter of all entertainment columns and websites and blogs etc etc but you know if you think about the amount of attention that was lavished on some of the things that posh said which really were incidental comments you know she made the joke on the big breakfast in the year 2000 about david borrowing her knickers which became a huge deal Mm. and then in 2001 i mean she really couldn't shut up for a couple of years the golden balls interview on parkinson exactly like you know these are things now which i you know they would be seven or eight headlines down on the Daily Mail showbiz section. But at that point, were mm. front page news because people felt like they were getting these salacious, intimate glimpses into their lives, which were just part and parcel of the brand now that you look back on it. But were a deliberate strategy. And again, one of the few sort of revealing interviews that Victoria gave was when in 2001 she said she wanted to be as famous as Purcell Automatic. And I think <laughs> that sums it up. Like she didn't say, as Marilyn Monroe you know, or as famous as Debbie (laughs) Harry. Like, I want to be as famous as as washing powder. Omnipresent. Actual household name, (laughs) classless, everybody uses it. I saw them described as well as the first celebrity couple that you could have on the front page and the back page of a tabloid, and that's true, isn't it? Hmm. Like, that's maybe an era that's gone now, but that's the media they had mastery over. They really literally would be in the showbiz section, in the news section, and in the sports section. And everyone, regardless of gender, regardless of generation, was interested. Yeah, and it started pretty early on too. I mean, the Posh and Beck's nickname was coined almost immediately as they, as soon as they went public with their relationship, and they got engaged. It was pretty whirlwind romance. Ten months after this, in January 1998, the engagement was announced at Rookery Hall Hotel in Nantwich in a press conference, and it was an indication of how big the Posh and Beck's brand had become at the time. And later on, when she was discussing how David popped the question, and I don't believe this really happened, this is, I think, an example of myth-making over the years, but apparently he offered her the ring. She said, I said yes, then produced my own ring and said, don't forget girl power, will you marry me? And offered him a $50,000 ring that she apparently bought at Van Cleef and Arpels on Rodeo Drive. See, now I'm torn about which of you should read the audiobook. I'd like 50-50 if possible. <laughs> I think Rebecca's getting the estuary right, but Arian's getting the emotion. Tomorrow. You know, he'd shot him at point-blank range, expected him to sort of crumple to the ground, and instead he apparently just shouted, Ow! Love the show? Support the show! Patreon.com slash Retrospectors. Part of the ACAST Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.